This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike, what do you think Thursday will be like for you watching from so far away? Well, I think that, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, I think I'll be part of your guys' group chat. And I'm looking forward to being one of the guys and, uh, you know, hanging out. <laughs> you guys keep me posted. And so, I mean, and now, we'll, you know, it'll be a great evaluation process for me to learn hanging out with the media. So that was a dumbass joke, but uh, I haven't thought about it yet. To be honest. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm not, I'm not there yet. Uh, I'm just really focused on uh, tomorrow's work. You know, I just, frankly, I was just notified that because there was hope that we weren't going to be uh, virtual. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday as we start to look ahead to week 13 in the NFL, the voice there of Mike McCarthy, he, of course, won't be coaching this week, at least on the sidelines. He's going to be watching from home. That was some sort of joke, I guess, he was making about being part of the media one day. Is, is McCarthy ready, ready for his next career? Is that what I just heard there? Sounded like know. it. What group chats are you talking know. I'm like, is that what they do in Dallas? That oh, no, he's, he, he wants to be in our group chat, the Becky Daily group chat. I don't want him in it. I, I would take Out. it. Silent. I just... As he uh, as he was rambling on there, I had I had visions of introducing Odyssey NFL insider Mike McCarthy is now on the Roman guest line about three years from now when he gets yeah. fired. But he's not in this game on Thursday. Let's talk about line movement because there is some line movement around the NFL ready for week 13, including the Cowboys. Aaron, I think you've been laying out the case uh, the last couple of days that the Saints and Cowboys game, this is not going to be a layup for the Cowboys. The number was touching a touchdown or close to it. Five and a half, six and a half, um, Sunday night into Monday. We are down to four and a half right now uh, with the line movement on this. Dallas is favored on the road, total of 47. Overreaction here with the COVID issues with the Cowboys? It feels like it. I mean, the only thing I would I would say that makes me interested in how much it's going to affect them, not that I care that McCarthy's not there, whatever. He's, he's not a difference maker. But a lot of their coaching staff is out. Like, I just wonder uh, – you know, structurally, organizationally, like how do they get through this week? They have to prepare for a game on a shorter week. They were ready to play, you know, like they were ready to get ready for this game to play on Thursday without their coaches. Aaron, where are you leaning on this? The number's down to four and a half now. I'm still leaning Cowboys. I mean, I could see the case where the Saints, you know, do take advantage of this situation. They're in a very desperate position um, against a team that is, you know, facing some adversity in the Dallas Cowboys. I just think the Cowboys have too much talent um, 
Dan Quinn's got experience. Kellen Moore has been great for them. So I still think the Cowboys have the advantage here. Are we positive that it's all Cowboys based, the line movement that we've seen? Or is there a twinge of what's happening in New Orleans? Uh, People betting on the better head coach at home after a long losing streak, slight upgrade at quarterback. Kamara is back. Like that's, that's for sure. He was practicing over the weekend Um, where you have a number of positive elements happening on the New Orleans side, or at least I'm hopeful that that's the case. And then on the Dallas side, and you know, both teams coming off a loss, um, the rest is the same since they both played last Thursday. So no advantage there. I think it could be both. It could be a little bit of uh, New Orleans. Because if there's anybody that's worth anything to the point spread on that Saints roster, his name's Alvin Kamara. Yeah, and the, also there's the factor of the quarterback change. It's going to be Taysom Hill right. this week. I, I know we don't look at Taysom Hill as a difference maker. He, he's a unique kind of quarterback. But just based on what they did last year with him and based on what I watched with Simeon, they're getting a quarterback upgrade this week. Different kind of quarterback, different kind of offense. Peyton, we know, is good enough to design offenses for all different kinds of quarterbacks. He's had Teddy Bridgewater, Jameis, Drew Brees, Taysom Hill, like whatever. He's good enough. They're getting an upgrade this week. I mean, Simeon stinks. I mean, he just, he's bad. Like You can't win games with that guy. I think they're getting an upgrade. I think they're alive in this game. Like, I, I think they're, they're – look, I would have liked the number earlier in the week to get them with more points, but I won't be surprised if th- Thursday night – we're talking about a game that is within a touchdown in the fourth quarter, and like they're right there. Now, do they pull it off? I, I don't know. I don't know if Taysom Hill could do it, but I don't think they're getting their doors blown off this Thursday again, Joe. Like last week, I, I, I think what? we'll get a better effort out of the Saints. Do we need, know the state of the receivers? Because that's always an interesting matchup with New Orleans. They're stout against the run. Like they can talk about, they're going to go heavy Zeke all they want. Okay, fine. I mean, they're fine with Pollard too when he's in the mix. Um, C.D. Lamb full state- participant. So, CD, is Lattimore going to be shadowing him? Probably. Because if you can kind of remove him, I mean, Dix was pretty good on Thanksgiving too, but every catch against Lattimore is such a struggle. Such a struggle. The man is so talented, one of the best in the game. Um, when you start, like, picking apart some of these matchups, you can you can make a case uh, for New Orleans, so I, I understand why this number has been has been dropping this week. I do too. I mean, well, uh, does it continue to drop, or have we reached our peak Saints here? And now we're, we're gonna peak. go back. We're peak. Like we're not getting a. You think we're getting a four? I, I don't think so. I think if if you go to four, it's going to be a pile of money on Dallas, and the Dallas money is coming, the public money, regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, once we get closer and closer to kickoff on Thursday, so I think this is about as low as it's going to get. If you plan on backing the Cowboys. I'd do it sooner rather than later. All right, another line movement game. We're seeing this one tick up by a full point. Colts were eight and a half yesterday uh, on the road against the Texas. Total in the game is 46. We're now up to Colts nine and a half. This probably gets to 10. Joe, before we get to kickoff on Sunday, this feels like a lot of points. So these teams played once this year. It was a route by the Colts. They won the game pretty easily. That was Davis Mills, though, playing quarterback. Now Tyrod Taylor's been back. He has not been – there was like this – I always feel like the idea of Tyrod Taylor is better than the reality. It's like it's like he, he's, he's pretty good, and he is, right? He's not terrible. But then you see him play. The more you watch him, it's like the more games he plays, the less enthused people are with how he's playing. He is an upgrade, though, over Davis Mills. Like, it oh, gives them yeah. more – yeah, I mean, a significant one. The one thing about their team 
they I think over the last three weeks they have eleven turnovers for us, at least eleven. I just wonder about like Frank Reich, right? Like he he played the matchup on Sunday, went to turn the ball over three times. One was a Hail Mary, so we could take that away from him, whatever. He turned the ball over twice. This feels like a game where just keep it simple, Indianapolis, because the, the, this yeah. Texans defense has taken the ball away a lot. If they do that on Sunday, plus 10, I'm going to like that would make me feel good the way the Texas defense is playing lately. But does keeping it simple mean that you're going to win an NFL game by double digits? Well, that's Carson Wentz under center. I mean, that's another factor. They will. It, they'll, they'll be more run-based. There's no doubt about it. We're going to see a bounce-back performance from Indianapolis, but they still are on the road, and you need them to win by double digits. They were leading the Bucks by double digits on Sunday, and their point differential is plus 57, despite having a 6-6 six and six record on the season. Uh, your Tyrod point is uh, interesting because I think you're kind of right. You're kind of wrong because – at times he pops. He does. Right. But this is what quarterbacks do that are ranked like 15 to 22 in the NFL. They're going to have a game or two where they look good, and then people are going to start to back them, and then they're going to run into the wrong matchup or they're just going to run into the wrong Sunday like this past weekend with Houston at home, and he looks like a bottom five quarterback, which is exactly what he looked like um, in their loss against the Jets. So which Tyrod is going to show up? That's That's the question. You get some sort of stability. He's not the worst quarterback in the NFL like Davis Mills is when he's under center. Um, But what what the bookmakers did here is they decided to uh, make this one teaser protected earlier in the week. So you don't have much of an advantage. You can tease it now because the eight and a halfs are gone. Can't get it inside of a field goal. Now you can only tease it down to three and a half. That's exactly what happened here. Houston had fewer than four yards per play for the second straight week, to your point, Joe. I mean, wow. Tyrod Taylor isn't getting a lot going. No. No. I mean, he can not He can pop at times, but this is a pretty good defense. I, I wouldn't expect this to be uh, the spot. I mean, if you believe in bounce backs, she's coming off a bad loss to the Jets at home again. Maybe second worst point point differential in the NFL. Much of that with Davis Mills at minus 128 for Houston. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, Colts will win, but it, it's, it's hard to say. I'm going to lay double digits with Carson Wentz on the road. It is. Uh, another game, there was line movement. Now it's back. And there is potentially uh, a quarterback situation brewing here. So yesterday, the Eagles were seven-point favorites on the road against the Jets. It dipped to six and a half. It's come back to seven. The dip coincided with, we found out yesterday, Jalen Hurts has a bum ankle. A hurt ankle. Hurts is hurt. His ankle is bothering him. He was limping as they walked off the field Sunday. Uh, Nick Sirianni said he's hopeful to play in the game on Sunday. Now, here's my thing on this. Jalen Hurts coming off a bad game, right? We could be honest about what Hurts is. 23rd, 4th, 5th best quarterback in the league. He's not overwhelming. But the offense is so different without him. Like, it's not just, like, normally we do, what's the downgrade? Jalen Hurts to Gardner Minshew. And we could talk through that. But 
isn't this like, like, how do we do this? How do we make this kind of change if he's not playing? Because the offense is based on Hertz's running ability and what it does to help the running backs. I, I don't know what an Eagles offense looks like right now without Jalen Hurts because it's built around his skill set. Are you positive that Minshew uh, brings you an upgrade in the passing attack? Or is it no, neutral? Maybe a slight one, but maybe it's probably neutral. So it's a downgrade overall. So do we know for sure that Minshew is playing? Like what? No. So they said they said. Don't you think if Minshew's playing, that line moves like quite a bit? It will. It will. Yeah. Yeah. So are you thinking, Aaron, that maybe the the people in the know think it's going to be Hurts because there's not not real movement yet? Maybe. I mean, but you're close to the team, so that's why I was wondering. You know, I guess it's only Tuesday. Usually the players are off, so we probably won't know much until at least. And we may not even know much tomorrow. You know, I mean, this is one you may want to. Well, what is the difference? I don't know. What What's the difference between Hearns and Minshew? The whole off offensive whole style, offense. right? Yeah. No, 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 no. To the point spread. A point and a half? Maybe. You think this is five and a half with Minshew? I mean, the Eagles have probably the worst, the, a bottom Minchu's five wide Minshew's better receiver. than Zach Wilson. <clears throat> Still. He is. But the Eagles probably have a bottom five wide receiving core in the league. Mm-hmm. They won't be able to run any sort of read option. It'll have to be a standard running game. Like it just—it's a different Eagles offense. They're still the favorites. It's not going to dip. It's not. Gonna, it's not crazy. I mean, Hertz is not a great thrower. We know that. But it's—I I, and I just wonder if they're cautious too. If we—if we don't know, this could affect how you bet the game all week. Think about the Kyler Murray thing. What's it been a month? Maybe. He's probably going to play my game time decision. I could see the same thing playing out here. They don't know. I have no interest in laying a big number with the Eagles on the road. They should win the game. I'm probably going to be forced to take them in Survivor. But the Jets are just <laughs> pathetic. Pathetic. <laughs> and they're coming off a win. Like I'm going to back them again. And I'm not getting at least a touchdown with Zach Wilson, who looked bad. In his first game back, like the same old Zach Wilson, it's just not going right. to happen this year. I'm not going to say that it's never going to happen for the guy, but I, I'm not. Get, if I'm not getting more than a touchdown with Zach Wilson right now, I can't bet it. The other line movement to mention, and we kind of saw this one coming. The Niners are now up to three and a half point favorites on the road in Seattle coming up this there Sunday. That this game was flexed at a sun. This was supposed to be Sunday night football, and they were like, "No, Seahawks are too bad for this. They're not allowed on Sunday night. It's three and a half." <laughs> It's obviously two teams going in opposite directions, but I am a little worried about the Niners' injuries here. Debo Samuel is not going to play, and he has been everything for them on offense. And they're without Fred Warner. This division game, this reminds me a little – between the line and the way the two teams are going, this feels to me like Eagles-Giants from last week. Like, it's all pointing one way, and I'm like – and then part of me is thinking, like, it's division game, on the road, three and a half points, injuries – it's exactly what we talked about yesterday. If Russell Wilson looked bad, it was sitting at two and a half. If he was bad again for the third straight week coming off the finger injury, that it was going to cut through the field goal into three and a half. And we sit here on Tuesday morning, cut through the field goal. It's sitting at three and a half. And it might be a little light. They can't do anything. Are they going to make sure they actually throw the ball to DK Metcalf next week? Maybe. They have no running offense. Russ is inaccurate. He's making poor decisions out there. And the defense isn't all that good. 
and I would say it's much tougher to go against Shanahan's offense compared to uh, Ron Rivera and company. Heineke, sure. you know, the efficient quarterback, they're going to run the ball all day. But I, I, this, I'm not back in Seattle. <laughs> I have no interest in backing Seattle. But I wouldn't lay with the Niners. I feel like it's it's just I, I, I just I'd I'm, I'm afraid to four lay. And, four and one on the road going. So you think this is a spot that Russ finally breaks out? I mean, is it probably going to happen? Probably, maybe. I, I had no interest. Let's remember. Maybe you wait and live bet this one. <laughs> Let's remember that that's been a bottom three defense all season long. With the Terrible. Yeah. Just the deep. I think the Debo injury is bigger than a typical wide receiver. I and mean, he's, he does, he has like five rushing touchdowns too. He's, he's a different kind of player. We got a lot to get into, including the NBA next Ryan McDutta or Odyssey NBA insider will join us. And then coming up in about 25 minutes, lightning bets for a Tuesday, Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is Becky Dilly presented as always by fan dual sports. We're going to watch us live 24 seven on the Becky network right here on the Odyssey app. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.